Hello everyone, I'm Rob Warner. And I'm Elliot Jackson. And this is Just Ride from Red Bull. Let's go. What difference would it make to anything? Because you'd be at the top in the history books and that's where you belong. In my opinion, there's her from there the old... There isn't actually a book though. <laughs> there don't need to be no book. There's... I felt guilty for, for just being a mum. Like I wasn't racing, I'm not, I wasn't training and that I felt so guilty for like not contributing to this or that business or not pulling my weight. It was your idea. <laughs> Hello and welcome everyone to episode two of Just Ride. I'm Rob Warner. And I'm Elliot Jackson. How are you? Uh, how are you doing, Rob? I'm doing great, mate. I've had an incredible week in uh, in Guatemala, of all places. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> Guatemala. It was absolutely... And I can't even... Words can't even begin to describe sleeping next to uh, a live and erupting volcano that went off, woke me up all night with a sonic boom as it exploded you've never and then red lava everywhere it was it was it was just the most it was surreal the whole the whole thing was actually not no real yeah way. it was unbelievable Wait, so why were you down there what was going on i was making part two to the way back i think this one's <laughs> going to be called still on the way back <laughs> working title yeah, everyone everyone needs to watch part one because you went to mexico for part one and you're, right. you're making your comeback to the world cup scene yeah well that's right and you know the film starts with um rising medical costs actually in medic in mexico i had to sort of get out of the country and uh, we pick up the medical care in guatemala and that's the start of the film <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness with how has it been how has it been to uh yeah like shoot some videos and and all of that stuff it was great fun yeah this i think i enjoy making a film almost more than anything else i do really just go there with no script just an idea and kind of let it unfold honestly that's about that's about it i said i needed a, like i need a, a mountain i need a cliff i need some sort of like cultural religious scene and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. And that was it. That was all lined up, and we just went in. And and then the st- I felt I actually was really pleased with a plot twist I managed to add at the end because we didn't know how to finish the film, but we we, we I think it's going to be all right. Yeah, it was good. It's really uh, exciting. S- script writer Rob, ah! <laughs> trying, mate. I'm trying. What have you been up to? Eh? How's uh? Are you, where are you? Not in, are you, you're not actually in Los Angeles. You're up in Seattle where it rains all the time, I'm up right? up in Seattle. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. God. It's been oh, snowing. Look, look at his face. I feel like we, we, we solved weather in California. And so I'm just getting used to places that haven't solved the weather thing. <laughs> um, and it still snows here. They haven't figured that out yet. No, but, it's disappointing, no, it's isn't it? It's disappointing. <laughs> you know all about it in the UK. <laughs> yeah, I feel for you. I really, really do. You know, it's it's actually been cool because I got to um I got to go home for a second, go back to California and do do this little like speaking thing and I shot some photos and I feel like this year I've been just doing a bunch of random stuff and it's been yeah. uh it's been super fun. 
Yeah, nice to keep it varied, isn't it? It is. And that's probably why I like making yeah. a film. It's different. It's so much different to anything else we do, really. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I just realized that we've just been chatting on and this is supposed to be 10 minutes and yeah. I haven't even gotten a hard line. No. <laughs> you bad lad, you. <laughs> hey, just, it's nice, nice to just... catch up, though. I hope everyone's enjoyed it as much as we have. <laughs> okay, okay. Can you explain what hard line is, Rob? Hard line is... The most progressive, the hardest, the most difficult, the biggest downhill track that you can point a bike down. You know, that's what it is. It's the it's pushing the very edge of what downhill mountain bike racers are capable of. Bikes, equipment, people, it pushes it all. And we've got a brand new one in Tasmania. And as you know, there's nothing... Like really rolling up to a brand new hardline course. I mean, it's going to be a spectacular week. I know. I cannot wait. Never been to Tasmania. I was watching. Uh, I was watching uh, Bernard Kerr's YouTube, and they did like a first run through, like doing the jumps, and that never like doing doing like these hundred foot yeah. jumps and stuff for the first time wow. is just insane. Why? Why did they choose? Uh, why did we choose Australia for that? I don't know, but exactly why. But obviously, you need a location that is capable of putting on a hard line. And it's quite specific what, what Dan really looks for, Dan Atherton looks for. And I'd imagine that, you know, we're in the Medina Bike Park, private land. We want it to happen. It's happening. I guess that's why we're there. You know, it's like it was all, I know they had the machinery there to sort of put it together exactly as Dan wanted it and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they've built because we haven't seen it yet I know. in the flesh. I know, I know. I cannot wait. And Hardline also kicks off the start of the season for us. I mean, this season feels like it's the most exciting one yet. It's crazy. It's definitely a massive year coming up. I mean, well, we're going to kick things off in just a few moments time with the actual queen of downhill mountain bike and Rachel's coming in. So that's going to be incredible. But yeah, I feel like last year was a tricky one. But this year we are now right about to drop into an incredible season of mountain bike racing. I know it's it's so true. And like we're both working on so many of these events. We just had some of our like first calls with the Beyond the Line team you know, about Crankworks World Tour and we have Red Bull Hardline, Red Bull TV, just it feels like it's opening up with just this bang this year. Well, absolutely. And I'm a little bit bast, I have to admit, but it's great to see Red Bull TV full up again. Um, you know, we've got we're going to be going down to South America, actually, straight after Tasmania. We're going to Santiago to kick off Red Bull Sado Abahu, the South American Street Race Series, which to me... I just can't get my head around. I've never been to one. I don't think well, you've raced one, but I've never even <laughs> been to one. And I can feel the atmosphere through the screen and through the headphones when we commentate on it. So I can't wait to get to that. That's going to be insane. That's a big series for Red Bull. You know, it's a, it's very Red Bull, that series. It's absolutely crackers. The South American riders will risk their lives and more to win. So yeah, it's a spectacle. I can't wait to get there. And of course, you know, we've got, all both the hard lines we missed wales last year with weather we're kicking things off as we said tasmania 10 days time so yeah yeah and tasman and hardline wales also is going to be heavily modified 
course wise i can let you know that oh, oh yeah ooh, baby. i know you are you know what you are lucky that you never had to race chile i've never been more terrified in my entire life but i mean <laughs> that is not all we have we're going down to crankworks rotorua and we're especially stoked to see the first female slope style competition go down down under it's going to be this incredible moment for the mountain bike history books and although you'll hear from rachel shortly she doesn't think there is a book (laughs) (laughs) that's true and i've also heard we're getting a cheeky kate edwards edit thrown in the mix if you know you know on that one tune into all of that on red bull tv you don't want to miss it yeah man we've got a couple of really big weeks ahead Rob and I have got a recorder packed, so uh, bring you some fun, just right bonus episodes from the events we're at. And you know the drill by now. If there's something you want to hear, email podcast at redbull.com or hit us up on our socials. Yeah, thanks for all the great comments. And I know a lot of you are really thrilled to see the return of Just Ride last week with episode one, of course, with no less than the Tour de France winner, Geraint Thomas. If you haven't checked it out, do it now. I love the emails we get. We had this one incredible email from uh, Derek Sorkilmo, and he told us how much he's enjoyed every single episode of Just Ride to Date. And also thank you, Rob, for helping his son up on stage at Crankworks Whistler last year and signing his cap for him. You're, uh, you're such a good guy. I really am. I'm so good. Thanks. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough of us. Let's get to one of the greatest female athletes of all time. Well, today's guest is an absolute treat for Elliot and I, the queen of downhill mountain biking with an endless list of achievements to her name, including the only ever perfect season in World Cup downhill racing. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty good. It's an absolute pleasure to bring in the living legend, Rachel Atherton, <laughs> to just ride. Oh, my oh, I, right. oh my gosh. Yeah, fine. Yeah, good. <laughs> Thank you. That was a, yeah, introduction. It's all right, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I want to just like keep listing off accomplishments to see your face. It's well, so awkward. I mean, it's so weird, like at this time of the season or whatever, you know, like not just not really doing much. And then suddenly you're talking about that again. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and your right. voice as well. Well, yeah, maybe, but yeah, I mean, weird. Perfect... it just takes a minute to get your head in, into yeah. not just like shopping and pushing the. <laughs> well, I can see that. <laughs> baby how, is, round. how is life? With a babby. No, good, yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, Anna's, well, she's nearly two and a half, so we're through the dark days of, of a newborn <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, come out the other side and it's, yeah, it's good. She's so fun. It's it's a privilege, really. It's amazing to be able to to have that little human in, in my life and, yeah, I feel really it's super lucky. changed you a lot, Rachel, isn't it, having yeah, a kid? Yeah, it I has, yeah, I love to see how amazing quick you became like a mum yeah it yeah, was yeah, insane yeah. to see because <laughs> I've only ever known you as yeah. this well everyone's only ever known yeah. you as this gnarly gnarly and I mean super gnarly like world cup winning pure downer that's all you that's all you yeah. what do you, think you is, know what, what do you think is uh well, was more yeah. difficult like training like oh, to be or no not even a contest really? <laughs> oh, I, I know what you're gonna say as well. there's no like the easiest thing to be an athlete compared to being a mum oh my gosh yeah to be like in those newborn days you know the relentlessness as an athlete you train like hard and then you rest hard and and that's that's the cycle you're in you know 
the rest is so important as a, as an athlete. You're competing, you you race. You know, you've got one day absolutely full tilt. Like you you're running on like you literally running on Red Bull. You and yeah, then you, you didn't rest. do it the easy way. It but wasn't Monday easy, was you it? rest and and you get you've got time as much time as you need. And and being a parent, like you're running on those same like adrenaline, but you've not got that rest. You've not got that time no. to look after yourself. Mm. It's relentless. Like that's right. Twenty four seven, and and that's what kills you. Really, it's so gnarly. And going from the transition from going f- from an athlete to to being a parent was, you know, I struggled for sure. Didn't mean I doesn't I don't love Anna like I love her more than anything. Yeah, that's clear. Anything. Yeah, yeah. But that transition has been so hard just to, you know, find who you are. Like, who are you without racing? Who are you without competing? It's well, you're it's, an amazing mum. Yeah, yeah. Which but surely has made it's hard in this society in this day and age, like to to even feel like that's enough. You know, is it is is like I'd, I felt guilty for, for just being a mum. Like I wasn't racing and not, I wasn't training and that I felt so guilty for like not contributing to this or that business or this and not pulling my weight. Like I'm, I'm just a mum. And that's like, as soon as you start thinking that it's so bad, you know. Is it? It's not. Is it that bad though? No, but I mean, as soon as you let those thoughts like come into your head, like right, that's right, not right. enough to be that. Yeah. Like she was like, oh, Anna's old enough now, Rach. Just, you know, put her in nursery, like put your finger out, like get back to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, she wakes up like four times a night. Like what? Yeah. I can't do anything, you know? It's, but yeah, it's both are amazing. And yeah. And you did do you're both. You're lucky because you're men. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it's true. But like you did do both and you did come back as a mum and actually unbelievably at the start of last <laughs> season, you won another World Cup. And honestly, after that Achilles injury and that, and having a baby, I thought you'd never go back to racing. But to come back and win. Yeah, you didn't think that. You did. I know that. It's your idea. I know. I was encouraged. I know how many injuries you've had. I know what the career you've had. I mean, yeah, it was, I, I and that was a big injury. And in it what was it, eighteen months recovery. Yeah, yeah, all that Achilles. Yeah. I mean, it's still with me now. Like, yeah. if you don't keep on top of the rehab and the strength of that leg, you know, mm. my calf is emaciated. It's mm. awful. I'm ashamed of it. Don't look, you know. <laughs> it's so small and skinny. My knee pad, like, it's so annoying, like, is riding ev- riding all day. My knee pad just falls down on that leg because it's so, no so much smaller, yeah. I was talking it's to my, really my trainer about that because yeah, like my, uh, medium. my shoulder is messed up and I was like, oh, like, dude, should I, should I get surgery? He's like, no, dude, like, you... You got to pay to play. Like that is yeah. just what happens when you're an athlete. Yeah, and people say like, "Is it ever going to be the same again?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not. Yeah. No, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Now. It's just gonna, always going to be worse. Right. Yeah. It's just the way it is. You know, it's a it's a price you pay. But it's that, that hard to accept as well. I find it like yeah, that my yeah. body don't work like I want it to. It is. It is all. hard to accept. Like uh, my legs were the only thing that were all right, and now <laughs> there's only one that's all right now. Yeah, that Achilles injury, like that was really hard to swallow. Like, well, you didn't even crash. Yeah. It was just a it landing just on, a, on a crap jump, right? That I wasn't just, built right, really. Yeah, but I've blamed everything apart from me. Well, I think I actually <laughs> think you were right. The bike, it was our bike. <laughs> it was too long, though. It was too long. What, the jump or the bike? No, the bike. My back end was <laughs> oh, too long. was it? And I, I had, it was Andorra and then Leger, and I had a new back end. They'd built me a shorter one. Like, my wheelbase was, like, the same as Minar's for Andorra. It was mad. And it was, was too it? long for me to, like, properly, like, you know, hook around the turns and like carry enough speed out, and which is why I definitely added to the casing of the jump because it was I wasn't going fast enough. But I also blamed the shoes and also the jump. <laughs> the jump was a lot of people went down on that jump. Yeah, it was, yeah. It wasn't right. It wasn't good enough for a World Cup track. 
It wasn't. Well, yeah. Oop. Anyway, so I <laughs> anyway. feel like you've had actually a little bit of time after your career. I want to. I want to oh, go. What? Don't say no, that. No, 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 no. After your career. No. Oh, oh my God. Here we go. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm gonna get my cut here and leave you I'm like traumatized, you know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so after your career, you've had time to process it. I'm not yeah, I will I'm say right so now I'm before we got in here, she's like, Yeah, just been chilling. Yeah, just um it's yeah, haven't really done anything. Haven't been <laughs> haven't ridden much and and next thing you know we get in here digging. <laughs> <laughs> no okay so what i mean is like oh god you've had a couple of, let's you've had an off you've had an off season rachel and do you like have you started to look back on your career like rob was talking about this like perfect season like all of these things are you have has the mindset shifted where you're like not thinking about winning or do you want to race again like yeah where are no you i know now? what you mean yeah yeah i know what you means as well it sounded uh, final we don't actually know that you're not going to race again yet no, do we yeah i know what you mean because i mean i in terms of looking back i look back all the time like that's my favorite hobby is looking back at my, <laughs> looking back at my career um but yeah because i have my mindset yeah when i before i raced this year before i raced lenza hyde and before I had that win, you know, like it was painful. Like I'd watch the races while I was injured. And then when Anna was a little baby, I'd watch the races and I, I'd watch them and like, it'd be, you know, a good afternoon of like crying and like being sad. And, and, and it was like, I, I really got into it. Like, cause it, it hurt. I wanted to race. I, I missed it. You know, I felt like that was my place or like, I felt like that was mine to, to win or whatever, even though it wasn't there. And then after the after lens hide this year after that win like I, I i feel way different now but yeah it's definitely like changed my whole perspective on on racing again and almost scratched the itch really like i i yeah. i, I kind of knew like i wanted to race again and i wanted to try and win as, as a mom i try and try and win like after having honor and then because i did it straight away i was like oh that was well, a bit shit, easy. Shit, like now what? Because it was so, it was done so quickly, and yeah. then it totally changed it, you know. Because then, then there was not as much motivation or, or drive. And is that what you felt since the desire now to race yeah. is less than it was at this time last year? Yeah, though? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's fair enough. Yeah, it, it it doesn't. It it kind of has a different like weight behind it. Like obviously, miss racing hundred percent and miss the, the training. It's more the training I miss, the focus I know what you mean. like that. The process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That single like mindset, totally. that focus. You know every day what you're trying to do. You're yeah. trying to be better. You're trying to be faster. You're trying to be stronger. And not having that. Because I trained pretty hard up to Fort William World Champs and and that was just so I just loved the training. Like I Did you? I really got into it and I was like, damn, the race is coming closer. Like I so I didn't want to stop training. And then mm. I got hurt and then it changed it. But it it was more like just having that focus of, you know, you're doing your job, like you're doing your thing, aren't you? And without that, it's really, it's, it's really hard to, well, I mean, what else is going to take that place? It's all you've known for place. a long, long time, yeah. isn't it? And you yeah. are all in. Dan, when we were doing a piece years ago, Dan said something interesting to me about you. He said, he actually, don't take offense here, it was Dan, but he said that you, he said, Rachel's not the best rider, but she's the best athlete. And, and, that's true, and it rings true when you say you've missed the training. But also, to me, like, 
Well, I don't agree that you, you're, you're clearly the best rider to win what you've won. So there's nothing in that. That's no, I know what he means. I know what he means. Yeah, I know what he means. Yeah. But also, you're so clever, Rach. And you, yeah. what struck yeah, me last yeah. year was like, you said to me, yeah, we went to Lenza Heider because like, I was going to try and win one again. And that was the one to go to because we knew that everyone's levels wouldn't be set. And I was like, no way. Like the way, and when I've commentated with you at Hardline mm. and stuff, the way, the, which actually blew my mind, just the detail, just the, you're just un- you're an unbelievable racer. Like I've never, I haven't spoken to anyone really with your um, the way you approach racing. Like in, I haven't, not the way you do it, not the way you did it. I think it just means like, yeah. I don't know if it's more like it's probably a bad thing. You know, like means so much to me. Like it's like an obsession for yeah, you, wasn't it? Yeah. For such a long time. And like Dan always said, like he was never as good at racing as, as I've been, or G, because he doesn't, he didn't care enough. You know, like. I used to, I used to wake up like, fuck, what are the other girls doing? You know, like, I wonder what Pom Pom's doing like now, and and like, Afi, who cares? Like, what they're doing? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh my god, what are they doing? He never won a downhill, did he? Or did he? he was second no, he was in Villingham, won he? Yeah, yeah. I was One there. thing I've always wanted to ask you about, like, speaking of that, you guys had so just. I feel like there's a bit of context to provide for like the Atherton family as a whole. Um, oh, yeah. That like, yeah, we start. We just jumped in. I mean, well, I don't even know what this is about. No, I mean, I mean like, where do you? Yeah, like what, what subject do you, do you choose? You, you know, know, we're just so good. But, no, um, no. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so, like, yeah, well, there's now, so many like, things. Yeah. There's so many things. But, like, <clears throat> the, so at one point, the World Cup race, the World Cup series had four cross, and then there was men's and women's downhill. And I think it was 2008 in Andorra. Oh. Um, oh, all three yeah. of you guys won uh, won your races, yeah. right? Like Dan won four cross, G Big won dog. men's, yeah. and then oh, you won was, women's. Like, yeah, when Alfie won that four cross, that was such a good night. And four, that was gnarly. Like everyone used to really race four cross as well. You know, they'd be racing like to like you wouldn't eat until like midnight the night yeah. before the World Cup finals because the boys were racing four cross. Yeah, yeah. Most people used to do both, didn't they? And yeah, yeah. Dan won that 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 four cross. He was sick at four cross. He was so good. He, just, he, was, he didn't he have was. like yeah. that cut in, like that cutthroat edge enough for racing. But when he when he could like get his mind into it, he yeah, was he so was good. He had the skills, yeah, easily all in the mind, yeah. But Dan was like, I think it was like Lopes, maybe Gracia in the final, and like we were like running down the track, like alongside them, like I was, it was commentating quite long. on it. It was free cast, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was free cast, screaming like, yeah, yeah, bless him, it's yeah. That was sick. And then he actually can won it. And I think there was like a massive like quad and he like Yes. He did I he, he did like that. the big I quad and like took, yeah, yeah. took two people or something. Like uh-huh. yeah. yeah, it was yeah. sick. Did you guys think about it like so after Jan won, were you guys like maybe we could do the triple? I think did you guys I remember being in the hotel with Dan and like we were eating ice cream with our legs up the wall. And I remember we were talking about it, like imagine if if I won or G won as well, like how cool would that be or whatever but I think it was only until after I won the next day right then it was G just left in the afternoon and pressure was on a bit some swear words because we, <laughs> oh, well, we, I think we were filming the Atherton project still then oh, and right. like all handheld stuff you know and uh-huh. like and most of it was bleeped out for the entire like afternoon <laughs> but just like you, you don't really think about it you, like we've never really thought about any of it like you know you were saying in your like you love stats and like numbers yeah. and, and goals and stuff and like we've always just done it like it that stuff it's only after the fact that you think oh christ you know that that was like it's not not really something you aim for like we never set out to like oh let's all win a world cup on the same whatever 
but, but when it's happened and G and I have done the double a few times it's yeah. always been like well, yeah. unreal when you both became world champs in Valsolo yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's anyway. just like who does yeah. that yeah Josh Bryson won the junior men's yeah. and then G and then I won the women's and Dan had broke his collarbone and G then G won the men's that was and that you know when you talk about so this sick. it's so hard it's so, <laughs> so obvious why it's so hard right. for you to step away uh, from yeah. racing look at it yeah. look at the history of I your know. family yeah. what not was you it? your family what was it like what were you guys like growing up like I don't think I've ever heard <laughs> yeah, you guys we cool <laughs> 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 like uh, was it always super competitive like yeah paint that picture just, well we started racing bmx like basically mum and dad broke up dad moved to like a city town that had a bmx track and we just always go there on the weekends in salisbury was it or not well could you come devon, devon further down yeah say, yeah is that right but dan it was dan like he's just he's just like it's just so unique you know like it's, it's all him like he is it he, we grew up and there was a scrubland and he just built dirt jumps. Like first he built just takeoffs and then like all the kids got into it. You know, like, yeah, mum. Head slappers. They had like headaches. The boys had headaches like all the time. Mum was like, one day mum was like, do you think you should build some down slopes to land on? And they were like, yeah, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. You know, like Dan's just always been the driving force. Like, and he kind of, like I just I wasn't really any I didn't really have a personality I was just whatever Dan like wanted me to be you know <laughs> and he it was his idea like Rach you'd probably be really good at racing World Cup downhill I was like sounds awful like I don't want to do that I just want to play hockey or netball at school like leave me alone and he was like relentless you know you'll be good at it you'll be good at it <laughs> so like, without, Dan, without Dan you probably wouldn't have gone World Cup in your no, 100%, is that right? yeah is that I just right? did I just wanted to do what the boys did 100% like and that's what you know over the years like, everyone knows like you know you've said it with Claudio on the on the commentary before like she's in, she was good because of her brothers and I 100% I just enjoyed like the retaliation of saying that's not fair but <laughs> well i could see it uh, but actually like, do you know what happened true, that year do you know what happened that year you won every race but were you every race at, at split one you were probably 15 seconds oh ahead God. of people yeah and it was yeah, the hardest commentaries the in the world <laughs> she's 25 seconds up what do we put this down in claudio like it, yeah i mean it was it, was, it wasn't great commentaries but it was it was difficult and we did get better no but then. like i mean growing up wise like i guess we were like Dan was just like free and like feral, you know, mm. there was no boundaries. Like now. Yeah, hundred percent. Like no <laughs> boundaries, you know, living like in the world, like in the wilderness, building, like creating things for him to do, creating, creating things for us to do. Like we were so free, like we'd build ramps and take it, we'd tow it behind the truck and take it to like slopes around the mountains, around the forest. And we, he, he was just, it was just like we'd build mini bike tracks, C90 tracks. Like we just had like such a free upbringing. And then the boys started racing World Cups and and they'd come home from all these like foreign far flung places with all these like souvenirs and chocolate for me. And and like, and I'd just be like, this is exotic life you're living. Like, what is yeah, this? I want sure. a part of it. Yeah. Like these number plates he'd come back with. And, and I was like, God, I want to go with them. Like, so you were later into it than, yeah, than, yeah. The, than the lads? Yeah. I wasn't aware of that really. More, well, later... Only because I was younger. Yeah, Pretty, like, a couple yeah. of years behind them, sort of thing. Yeah, they they were starting racing World Cups, and so we, yeah. you know. But we used to like we just lived in the caravan. Like at weekends, we'd go to every single race around the country with Dad. Like we just live there. We just live at the races. Really, we lived at bike races. Yeah, we grew did. up at bike races. Yeah, yeah. Like all our friends, I didn't know anything but bike racing. You know, all the kids at school for us so weird. Just dressed in like these boys' clothes. Like didn't 
care about the normal things oh, like right. they were just like what are you like are you a boy or a girl i used to get so bullied at school for being a boy it was awful yeah it's so traumatizing oh like, they used to rip me like to shreds <laughs> i used to wear just dan's clothes like, i didn't know like like it was awful is that right yeah but, but the racing like gave us that's why it's sad that there's not as especially in the uk like this you know the scene the grassroots scene is is yeah. massive but there is like less and less races and and more bike parks probably which is sure. why like, yeah 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 and, and it Wait, is sad is that how it's going a bit is i it? think so yeah, yeah. Like, when we grew up there was no you yeah. know there's no bike parks like that's why the uk no. i think has always been good at uh, downhill because if you want to ride a good track yeah. if you want an uplift you you enter the race right. you spent your whole weekend racing because yeah. that's the only only way you could get a sick track with an uplift sure. you know we yeah. didn't have chairlifts like you know europe and canada or whatever yeah so you just that. had to race and now you don't have to race you can go to w you can go to bike park wales and you've got a sick track mm-hmm. and an uplift and you don't have to to race spend all your money racing so no. whether it'll change like you know the kind of face of but maybe like the historical like there's, there's enough ride the, the kind of history is deep enough probably to like inspire the kids that are riding do want to race because they yeah. know it's sick and like they know it's fun but yeah we just growing up was like it was basically just one massive continuous like uplift and like track building 10 year 15 look at year the career like, you had from it like you threw yourself head first into it and that you know like i said yeah, like we you moved, are pure uh, right you've all you you know like, down a little bit different as you say but like mm. you and g are just the purest races i've almost ever known like your commitment level the injuries you know and the success is like it's on another level yeah, but I don't almost know anyone like, else is it because we're stupid we just keep doing it we don't know what else to do like we're just <laughs> relentlessly doing it it's hard to know but what like, else to do there's some so many stories like you said about like what, what we like growing up and like we when we moved to langanog which is where revolution bike park is now or like was and we sold our house that eventually there to the like guys from Revs. And then the other side of Revs is like our track called the bank. And we must have started building that like yeah. to like me, Mum, Affy, and G. Mum helped start building it. Did you? And no now way. still to this day, Tane trains on it and, and Cade and Chaos. Wow. And it's one of their main tracks. Yeah. yeah, it's so no, funny. Why? Yeah, there's so much like that. Like a mum helped us build that track, That's like crazy. probably nearly 20 years ago. Have you have you it's thought so about funny. that? Like, <laughs> have you thought about the like the legacy that you and, and G and Dan because even for me growing up, British downhill was the thing. Like I was looked it? yeah, like I mean what yeah, in PE like, and like yeah, Tracy like and everything Rock, was so cool. Warner, and, national champs. We had a scene. Yeah. Like does that resonate way. with you? Like do you feel like you helped shape British downhill? Um well, I mean only only to the point of like no return, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, only but like people shaped us, you know, like when yeah. Pete comes to the bike park, it's still like Steve's here, like God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, like it's so cool. It, and you know, I guess you, every generation has that like fully effect on the next person. But yeah, I don't know. We just, I mean, it's given us so much. It, it's sort of, it's sure cool, are. like to be able to give back in a little way with the bike park because it's given us, yeah, everything and yeah. given, taught me so much and you know, given me a, a yeah life really. Like I don't know what I'd do. No, because you're still done, involved but, in bikes and, of yeah. course, you've got the bike brand as well. It's going to keep you tied yeah. in as well, isn't it? I mean, yeah, and it's sick to, to have those things. Yeah. Tell us, a, tell us a little bit about the – actually, tell us about the founding story of Atherton Bikes. Like, I want to know who – like, 
I, I had this image of somebody coming in, like everyone's chilling out and then like somebody comes in and is like, hey, should we uh, start a bike company or like, how did that, <laughs> how did that happen? Like, who was the... I mean, Dan, like, it's definitely always been a dream of Dan's. Like, yeah. he's always built these like mad bikes, you know, he's always putting at school stuff together, like welding stuff. And he's always had this dream of having a bike company. It's always Dan's dream. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. he, and there's, you know, there's a lad, Dan Stanbridge, who we grew up racing yeah, with and yeah, he yeah. raced for like Orange and... Um, stuff for quite a long time and he was super clever dude like he, he designs you know medical equipment for hospitals now and him and Afi and Dan Stanbridge would always be like coming up with designs for bikes and always be like sketching stuff and that hmm. Afi always had like a name he always thought it'd be called art bikes because that's well, it's Affen race team. It's a bit rubbish, so we didn't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, we, and even up to right before we started Affen Bikes, we were always like, like me and Dan were like, oh, fuck, let's just do a bike company to make sick kids bikes, you know, for the locals. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's do kids bikes. And ironically, we haven't even done one yet. But like, it, it's definitely always Dan, like with these ideas. And then, but so typical to Dan, he's like, yeah, definitely let's 100% start a bike company. It'd be so good, so good. And then we start one and he's like, nah, too busy, sorry. Like, <laughs> he's like, nah, I can't do that, I'm too busy. And then everyone else is fucking left to do it. And he's just like onto the next idea. Like, right? oh, let's park, get a chairlift. Yeah. It, it was like the bike park. Nah, he does his, he does what came bits. first, Athlon bikes or the bike park? No, they just came at the same they time, did almost, which is right? so stupid. Yeah. yeah. It was a, just to me, it was ridiculous. It was, it was wild to see what you were doing. But then I was like, well, well the bike park was like, a long time being born like that was like typical Dan like project just started it didn't do anything properly and just started building all these sick tracks on this guy's land and like so had like a gentleman's about, agreement yeah and typical Dan like he's he's like the one with the vision and the big ideas and he just does things he just gets things done and like G and Dan Brown are the ones that do things properly so Dan just does things and like will build something and then someone else will have to go and like get the permission and like right. do it properly. But he's, he's got the vision, man. He's like, it's so hard to contain him, like to, to, to get him to do things properly. Like don't do that. That's not like <laughs> this needs doing first. You know, he's on to the next thing. He's just, yeah. Relentless, like yeah. 80% and he's on. Yeah. And, and that's the only way things get done. Like G's always like, you know, we're always, and, and to the point where like, we always want to do things so big and cool and like make them so massive that, that it's too big a project so they don't get done so dan's really good at just doing it just starting it and then you just figure out along the way you know and that's super important like to be kind of like yeah take the risk and just do it well yeah because you can think about things forever yeah exactly you, you yeah know, yeah i mean i'm guilty of that that's yeah. for sure i was i remember years ago like nigel page he came riding with you on because where the Welsh Hardliners is one of your original tracks as well, right? Yeah, yeah, but Pete, it's not Pete, at the bike park. Like everyone thinks, no, gets that's so right. Confused. That's the way. Yeah. But Pete hurt himself there, didn't he? Yeah. But I remember that Nigel <laughs> said that that Dan, he said, is so much better than G. Yeah. Now, as racing goes, yeah. G's got the results. But in your opinion, who was the better? I mean, Dan's bike skills are just because he's like he's he, cooked. He, he's so good. He had so long. He grew up more on the BMX, and like he's he's on a BMX. He's unreal. Like that, he's so uh, sick. Like G's obviously like unreal, but doesn't ride as much BMX as Affy. And like Affy's like just skill is so deep and broad, and like he can do anything basically. Still yeah. as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's forty-two, and he's but you know racing as we know is a lot of like the mental side of it and it's hugely kind of mental performance really and he could he always he says himself he'd always struggle with that mental like being able to switch it on and like tap into those skills is is what's important really so 
yeah, he always struggled a bit with with the racing, but on a bike, he's yeah, he's sick and he loves it. Like that's he just loves yeah. it. He's almost happier. Yeah, he's, I can't see him any happier than what he's, he's so doing happy now because he said he's been waiting his whole life to do this. You yeah. know, racing right. was just like yeah. kind of filling time till he he got the opportunity to do this because you can't do something unless you've had something before it. You know, do you know what I mean? Like a I career that's yeah. going to lead. Let you yeah, have that opportunity. Totally. You know, if he wanted to start this bike park twenty years ago, you couldn't have. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. No. So it's been, yeah. He's kind of just been putting, <laughs> putting the effort into racing just until he it was right. like he could do the bike park. Do you have something like that where you're just that racing? No. Kind of took the time. Racing was always just it. Like, and what do you think of now? Like. Do you have anything? Think about what? Like, what do you think about now? Like for this year, do you have any goals? I mean, I guess like, yeah, I don't know. It's a really bad thing to say. Like as a female, you probably, it's not, not at all like I was just racing to fill time until I was old enough to have a kid. That, mm. But like, it's different for men, isn't it? I think it is no matter mm. what you say. Mm-hmm. You know, like being a mum is so, being a mother is, it's never going to be, equal like the baby wants the mum like to start with you, you know i didn't want to be away from anna for very long for you know? sure no. so it, and it is different but yeah i haven't got anything really apart from racing and obviously i love the bike park and stuff and i love the bike company but it's not nothing like racing you know it doesn't make you tick like that it, mm-hmm. it just doesn't you lived through racing didn't you really like that that's your do you know when your yeah, first world 100%. cup yeah do you know when your first world cup win was uh yeah 2004 Six oh, or five. Five. Is That's it? Nearly 20. Well, that <laughs> so is nearly ago. 20 years ago. Is it? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because 20, tw- yeah. yeah, three. Was, yeah. yeah. 16 years, I think I counted. Is that what it is? Yeah. I got your first oh, one as 05. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Or 15 or something like that. Yeah. years. Almost yeah. winning span last year. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. What made you such a good racer? Like, when you really dig into it, if you were analyzing yourself from the outside, like, why is Rachel Atherton so good? Oh, I don't know. Good question. Because <laughs> I want well, to know as well. Chris Kilmurray, Tane's old coach or Newt's current coach. Um, no, I don't know. I think definitely like how awful it feels to not win. That was, You're like, insanely competitive. That's, yeah, that's I a think, given. Yeah, the competitiveness, you know, like winning like is so good, but getting beaten is shit <laughs> like i'm sorry no, <laughs> it's horrendous like I, and that's i've always wondered it like you know i've said it before like what why you know it, like we were loved as kids like we had a nice <laughs> yeah, like childhood no, but, like it's true like what have i got to prove like yeah. i mean i guess mum and dad had a like rough like you know f- sort of few years but it's not like you know we didn't have to get out of the ghetto like it's not like yeah. Eminem like do you know what I mean like <laughs> sure. and yeah, yeah, so what you. is the reason like there's obviously something in athletes that there's needs something... to prove like the, yeah, the best cool yeah, well, yeah. yeah. very very different in you three in you, in you siblings there is you are on another level like we said of like mm. winning of commitment no one no one no, no one, that's not true I, that's not true I think it is really? I don't know anyone who's had the injuries you guys have had yeah. come back one like you do I mean it's just actually yeah you live it but from the outside world it's mad to watch and that's true yeah so I remember one shoulder injury and I went to the rugby club like wasps or something in down south and there was a, their top rugby player had, had the same shoulder surgery and in the end he retired and I was like 
<laughs> That's so Dude. gnarly. I was like, what? It's like, this is like. Not white. So soft. Yeah, like, had a bad shoulder injury, had the surgery, like, couldn't really cope with it, and then retired. Yeah, how many shoulder like, surgeries did you have? How many shoulder surgeries did you have? It was like, was it eight or nine oh, or something? God, so many, yeah. It was bonkers, so wasn't it? many. Yeah. And that, that was probably it. Like, I think, you know, to, definitely that add, added to it because I got to the point where I wanted to win so much. I was riding so fast, too fast for my body to keep up with. Mm. And I hadn't done the training like when I was young, you know, and the winning was so good, but I smashed myself to pieces like again and again and again. And I remember thinking like this, something's got to change. Like either I've got to accept that I'm not going to win a lot because I'm not willing to go so fast. Mm. I, I'm not willing to to risk the injuries or I've got to make myself so good and train like so much more and be so fast that I can ride at 80% safely and still mm. win. Wow. And like, that was like- And that was, was a that couple, a goal? Yeah, it definitely- What a that was, crazy that was way really, to think. I mean, do you think that that yeah. was what allowed you to be so consistent to win those like yeah, 14 I think so. in a row? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, been like, I guess I was on the cusp of like it changing from, you know, like we we definitely took the training like a lot, like way more seriously, quite quite a lot earlier than a lot of people. So, yeah, you definitely did. did. Like we were kind yeah. of like on the, on the cusp yeah, of like- For sure. Really, yeah taking that training like to another level like we went to one trip to utah like to film section for i don't even know what and like we were riding at the rampage site and then like we'd ride all day in the heat and then like we'd go back to hotel room and we'd be doing like sprints up and down and like and you know just we trained so much and then g and i won the 08 world champs right and it was like right that's 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 the secret just train really hard wow and, yeah yeah and wow. like we went every winter to california like yeah, to train in the that. warm weather you guys would stay in laguna yeah and then Newport. people started coming like brendan oh, yeah. came out for a bit to train and yeah. like people started coming with us and, and you like, had a nearly i hate to bring it up but nearly had a like a career oh, ending yeah. crash there on the road, right? Yeah. On the, yeah, that was gnarly. Yeah, and I remember Dan saying like, because G and I had won 08 world champs and then you feel invincible. Like you win like that, you feel like you're on top of the world, like you're invincible. And then, and you have to believe that to be an athlete. You know, you have to believe that that is you. You are like, you can do anything. And then, and then I had like, that was it. Like I had basically five years of being injured. Like again, yeah. a year after year after year, I had surgery after surgery yeah. after surgery. And I thought, this is not worth it. Like, I either need to win and be healthy or quit. Like, I stop. I remember you spoke to like, me in pity, Monson. Yeah, and yeah. You were almost yeah. done. You, well, you were Just done. What year was that? Injury. Like, 2012, maybe? Like, yeah. 11, yeah, 12. Like, yeah, I got injured, like, yeah. 9, 10, 11, 12. Like, surgery, 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 surgery. At one point, it was like, I was sat at the kitchen table with G and I was like, there's something bad with my shoulder. Like it's still not fixed. And I remember Googling like um, posterior dislocation, which is like rearward dislocation. And then going like doing the movement that it described to dislocate it. Yeah. Okay. Ah, G, my shoulder's out. out. Oh my shoulder's my out. <laughs> Screaming in the kitchen table. G comes running in. I went to the doctor and I was like, look, it's definitely something wrong with it. Still. It's had another surgery. Yeah. And then was like, God damn, like something needs to change. Like I need to sort this out. And then just, I guess like, yeah, I'd managed to train and like finally sort out those injuries. And then, yeah, 2013 won world champs again in South Africa. And then 2014 got like burnout, kind of got like, just took it to the other end of the scale, I guess, like just chronic fatigue, absolutely wrecked. And then again, like questioning, like, what is this? Like, how do you, how do you be good without ruining yourself? You know, how do you like, how do you like put, put in a hundred percent, but keep some back for for yourself you know so you can stay healthy and that year was like pretty rough 2014 
I remember getting ill in South Africa and I was in hospital on a drip and I was absolutely like wrecked and I made myself like get out and, and went to, the, to do the race and I did the World Cup. I did two practice runs and then race got second and I was like, I carried on doing that all year and just got worse and worse and worse. And then the following winter, like every time I trained, I just got ill. Like I, I trained and then got ill and, and really like finding alternative ways to like recover. And, and that's when I discovered acupuncture and like traditional kind of Chinese acupuncture, like not for like a bad back or something, but for like your energy systems and for like your, your health and like that. And I, I attribute, you know, so much of my success to, to to acupuncture like do you discovering that then i had no idea about that yeah that that i think i probably would have quit if i if it hadn't have been for finding that in in california like i think we were in like just north of laguna or somewhere like so it, why because they it, put it was, needles into your nervous system in the nerves right what it kind of yeah just well it's it's more like yeah your energy systems are all linked and like you know you're training like the gym it all just drains you like repeatedly and the way we live so in this like western world it's so it's just so depleting all the time like well yeah it is the way you and being an athlete yeah just rinsing yourself again and again and again and not topping that cut back up like not filling it yeah recovery even just racing like it's people don't realize like it's just so demanding and winning is even worse like i remember valley saying to me like it's so much more when you win like everything's more like you've got you know if you win you've got to go to doping and then you've got interviews and then you've got you're celebrating and you often yeah. don't eat until like, yeah. you know, nine, yeah. 10 at night. And that, and if you do that regularly, you're not like, you're not looking after yourself. And if you get second, you back in your tent, having a sandwich like an hour later. You, you wouldn't have settled for second. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it's just a lot to, to continually put your body through. So for me, like finding acupuncture definitely like pr- prolonged my career and helped me win like more and more and more. Um, and I'd go back in and, and I'd be like, she'd be like, are you s- still racing? And I'd be like, Yes. <laughs> You're like, you really should stop. <laughs> Your body's telling you. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll do uh, another year or two. <laughs> I mean, and mentally, you think with 40 World Cup wins to your name that it was like, it feels like you've sort of winning at ease. But mentally, I know it was, it never got any easier for you, right, Rach? I mean, you still would be pretty much oh, like yeah. sick at the most days if, of if a anything, World it Cup, gets right? Worse, I Did think. it really? Yeah. yeah. Because that expectation and pressure and the knowledge you that you put on yourself, yeah, yeah, and and no, well, no, everyone, everyone yeah, because you, you, you do put it on yourself, but also when you get to a point like everyone expects you to win, totally, and, and yeah. like mm. You, mm. you know, if you're second, they're like, oh, what went wrong? And you're yeah. like, fuck off, yeah, <laughs> you know, but like, I don't know, it it all just gets more and more, doesn't it? You know, I think I got to the point where it was like everyone gets faster because you set the bar and then they catch you up and, and they do, you know, you, that's how it goes in any sport. You, yeah. Everyone gets quicker. So you get quicker and quicker. And I guess like knowing that that I used to, the last few years, I was, it's like, damn, like this is on, like it's going to go down this afternoon. Like this, mm. this is going to be did you enjoy... as much as I can give. And that's a scary position to be in, you know. Which which one did you enjoy the most? Like when you would go out and win by whatever twenty oh, seconds? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. That, Never saw the commentary team. Those those were those yeah. those felt better than the like I had to give it every single thing I I had and uh, I won by half a second yeah. or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think like yeah, like digging deep. Like it isn't. It's good in a way that you have to like like twenty eighteen world champs, which I assumed would like that was probably one of my last races 
and lens are hard. I was, I, I was, you know, you know, it's going to be a year or so in advance. I was like, shit, I'm not very good at that track. It's a bike park style track. Like it's loads of burns. I'm shit at burns. Like, okay, I'm going to need to like bring my A game. And I remember all week, like, oh, fuck, I just like, I know I'm not going to do very well. Like, and really, like, really just, just drew on every like bit of experience and and like tried just so hard and like just made everything made sure it was it was just I worked so hard and I won by 10 seconds and like and then the the ones where it it never feels easy but the yeah I, th- I think the a bigger winning margin is way cooler but <laughs> it, it's it's cool after the fact to, to have to work hard for it right. or harder but you at the time you don't think it's gonna go it's going to be easy. You know, never know. You don't know, like, I'm going to win this by 10 seconds. No, and I, you could see that, like, even when you were winning 40 in a row. Yeah, people were like, of course you know you're going to win. That's I'm like, right. what? No, of course I know you, don't. you didn't. Like, yeah, you know. still put yourself through it every week. Yeah. Like, you were clearly the best in the world by a margin, but you probably didn't recognize that. Yeah, and like, I remember the finals, at the, the perfect season final at Andorra, and I was like, my back was wrecked. Like, I was... I could barely walk like it was so wrecked and I remember saying to Brownie like I can't do it I can't even race like Brownie I can't like this is it I'm out I was so gutted and he was like you can't race you've got to just try like I can't do it like I can't even walk Brownie like and physio like just all the time and I and I managed to win and like it, it just never and you'd think by then nearly two years of winning you'd it, everyone thinks it's easy but it's not it's never and they're always there like they were always just like waiting you know nearly nearly coming yeah and it's yeah you got to be on your a game to win and of course you have 100 percent. yeah apart from maybe Lenzerhide last year no, you, were on, you were on your a game there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh, yeah. ridiculous you i sat not. down off of it <laughs> you won you won well no, it's strategic, strategic in that way Clever. like you uh you talked about a little bit how you would set the bar and then you know these these women or like well, the young just girls someone coming up. sets the bar yeah, yeah yeah somebody sets the bar what was that uh like how do you view the women's field and like the progression and especially coming back i yeah. mean i know you won but what is it like now, do you think, when you look at it from the outside or even when um, you're racing this year or this past year? Well, I mean, yeah, I think every year everything always gets a bit faster, doesn't it? You can't not really, you know, everything, everyone it sort of trains a bit. Yeah. yeah, you progress every year, you train a bit harder and even over like a season, everyone's skills develop more. And I think it's it's amazing to see like, you know, I can remember probably not even that long ago, like not not many years ago where you know, a lot of the, the jumps wouldn't be done. Like a lot, only a top few women would do the jumps. And now like, that's probably been the most notable thing, like the depth of talent. Like right. the yeah. girls that don't even qualify are so good, you know, yeah. like they're yeah. so talented. You're like, you watch them and honestly that lens hide race, I was like, oh my God. And the first day of practice, I was like, what? Like the well, technical yeah. new section, they were all like hopping over the big route and off the thing and at the top. And I was like, I can't even ride down that. Like, <laughs> did it? Was, no, like, was that mentally for you though? Was it? Like, you- honestly, 100%. I was like- <laughs> Were you thinking, what am I doing here at that yeah, point? Yeah, I was like, were you what? really? And how did you recover then to make yourself know that you were competitive by those finals? Because you can't win without some confidence. Y- yeah, I was just like, right, I know I can ride down here because I've done it before. Like, of course I can, of course I can. And like, and like, that's where you've just got to like ride your own, you know, race or stay in your own lane. Like, you've got to just, I know that people are better than me at some things and I'm better. At, like, you can't look to other people. Like, it's, it just kills you. It doesn't matter. 
who you are or what you're doing. If you're always comparing yourself to other people, you're never going to concentrate on what, you know, what you're doing and put, put the energy in the right place, you know, put the energy into, into the things you can control. Cause that's the only way. Like I've spent so much time wasting my time and energy watching the other girls doing lines that I know I'm not going to do because mm. for whatever reason mm. they don't suit me. And and Lenzerhide was like, yeah, it was. I mean, I I I definitely won that race because my experience, hundred percent. You know, Fair I, enough. Yeah, and and that's why I did it. You know, I knew it was the shortest track. I knew that they probably hadn't like they probably all over the place with the schedule changes, like the first race, no one knows what they're doing. They're all in like party mode still. Like, and I was like, <laughs> if I can win one, it's this short, Hooray. slightly easier track that like I can, I've got a good history on, like I'm comfortable on it. And I just stayed in my own lane. I, well, actually, no, I wasn't trying to win. I hundred percent wasn't, you know, even after qualies when I was second, like I didn't think I'd win. No way. Who was fastest in qualies? Uh, Cammy, I think. Yeah. Was she? Yeah. Who's the best woman now? Like, I mean, Valley. On don't even bother asking. Valley, <laughs> of course. By what? In your mind, by a long way. She's like unreal. Like her she? bike skills are just f- phenomenal. Like you can see she's grown up. Like no disrespect to anyone, you know. Like, but you know, pom poms of like my slightly older generation. Nina's not been riding for very long. Like, so she's sick, but. You can see, like, she hasn't grown up on a bike. Like, you can see, like, she gets sketchy and she yeah, gets she into, like, yeah. s- s- like moments. You can see Valley is, like, she's grown up riding. Like, you can see that. Even Cammy hasn't been riding for as long. Like, no. And, you know, Valley is technical. Like, her mindset's caught up. and she's it's caught up. I was going to say, because yeah. she, she, she struggled she's a bit. Of course she has. So like, impressive. Look, but there was so much pressure on her, which I'm sure yeah, you can yeah, relate to. Yeah. But now that she's there and she can win everything, would you do you expect her to like be the next you to ride with that much success to to be a uh, record I don't see breaker? Why not. Yeah, yeah, I don't see why not. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't really see for for a couple of years. Like obviously there'll be challenges, but you know overall, like I think sort of dominating it's it's always coming back to her really. Yeah, and everyone's always looking to her. I think Gracie Hemstreet could be could be like a challenger in, in good in a few years once she like sorts out her training and her like race craft and stuff but yeah. because just because her bike skills are again like so good would you ever think about being a like a riding coach and stuff like i haven't really seen it that much in mountain biking but in so many other sports like i think about motocross like yeah. some of the best people no, you like don't you want have any coaching off me <laughs> but you you say that but then like the the way that you just talked about it and able to like break down everyone's strengths and weaknesses and mindsets and physical mm. like yeah i mean i do enjoy it and i do feel like i feel like i've got a lot to to give and offer and i've never had the opportunity properly with like riders on our own team or i i've definitely like valley and i've although we've never been on the same team like i've definitely like had a lot of conversations with her. Um, yeah, that's for sure. You, I can't you... really be bothered, to be honest. Like, <laughs> it's like all the hard work with none of the kind of yeah. reward of doing the fun bit. Oh, yeah, that's true enough. I don't enough. know, that's what I'm at at the moment, like trying to figure out like what is it that, right. that is enjoyable and what is the next step? Because, you know, I love I love like the analysis and but also, I don't know, there is a, there's another life out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just don't know really, yeah. And the dream would be to have like have a woman on the team that I can that I can like put right. you know give that knowledge to, but that's a whole different kind of yeah conversation really. So yeah, I, I feel like um, it's interesting you talk about the team because 
<laughs> that's been another thing that's just incredible. You guys won your first world championship oh, with, yeah. with Charlie. My, yeah. Oh, man, last what year was, was unreal. Feel? What did that feel like? Oh, well, when Andreas won in Leergang, like, I won in Lenzerheide, and honestly, like, I just kind of felt like a bit empty and a bit numb about the whole yeah. thing. Like I yeah, knew what right. I had to feel on paper and or like what I should be feeling. It was so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Because not only did like, you win the race, but you won on your own bike. Like, yeah, yeah and right, I said to G, like, right. no, but I won before. Like that's why I kept racing really. Cause I would have retired after 2018 and, and then we did the bike company. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, I'm going to have to keep racing. Cause I want to race <laughs> no on our own bikes, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Then I won Andorra, uh, on it and then no i won fort william on it actually first and then andorra and then this year uh Lenzerheide. and honestly like andreas winning in Leergang on it was better than anything wow. it was, was it? unreal what, as good as you winning oh, did it feel like way good? better yeah honestly. it was so good wow. was it i felt like Oh man, I, I mainly just felt really aggressive. Like I was just like, <laughs> I was so fired up. I had about 300 Red Bulls. I was like, <laughs> I just felt, I was just like full of, I just thought of Brownie's face, like back yeah. at the office, everyone, like just the sacrifice Brownie's put into this, you know. What about Charlie like, winning in Fort William then? In World Champion. Rain, like <laughs> That must've been on another level again. Well, that was just like, Andreas, you could kind of, it was come in, you could feel it. And Charlie's yeah. win has been come in, but no one had even thought of it, you know, to be win world champs at Fort William. Didn't he ride beautifully? Though? Like we were in the back of the lorry, it was hammering it down with rain halfway through the men's. And we were like, I was like, I can't be asked to go and watch. Like, I'm not going to go over and stand in the rain and watch another Frenchie win. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And then we were like, oh, God, come on, come on. And then we got over there and bloody Charlie, I think he was probably already down on the hot seat. We were like, what? <laughs> it was the worst weather. I had about yeah. three enduro jackets on. Yeah. Gave one to Charlie on the hot seat. Bless him, he didn't have anything on. And then rider after rider coming down, like, and we were just absolutely soaked. And Brownie, we were like, come on. We were just all stood there like dead still and silent, not talking. Can just going to win. He's going to win this. And we were just like... It was nuts. We were all shaking, like, oh my God. His mum and dad, like, we were all just there. And I don't even think, you know, like, the coolest thing after was the videos of Andreas when he crossed the line. And you could see the disappointment they hadn't gone into the lead. And then he turns around and sees Charlie in the hot seat and his face, like, his bro, like, he's, they're like so close. And that was just like the coolest day. And it, it was just overwhelming, really, because Charlie didn't expect it. And even though, obviously, he's capable of it because he did it. But to to have Athen Bike in its fourth year to be men's, like, elite world champ. And, and that's why it felt better when Andy won. Because, you know, no disrespect to the women at all, to us. But to win a man's elite world cup is just, that's the cream of the crop, really, isn't it? So... Yeah, it was pretty cool to to have Athen bikes take on the the big giants like so quick so yeah, soon. Yeah, right. like yeah. we didn't think, you know. And the boys, like testament to the boys, like Andy and Charlie, like they've they're such good riders. They're so talented and yeah. they've worked damn hard to to come up through the ranks. We never thought that we'd be able to, you know, have or afford a, like a winning men's rider. Oh well, no, that's right. And Did, what what changed though? Is it the, is it? Andy and Charlie getting better as riders or also like to me all of a sudden it felt like the bike was there like all of a sudden the bike 
was, it was much everything. Better than, yeah, like, that, it's just like was it from yeah, your... yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, Andy and Charlie's relationship is is amazing, and like the team works so well. Like Ben, the Bens, both mechanics, and everyone is just so fi- having that dynamic, finding that in a team that works really well is super important. And you know, Lloydie, Brownie, everyone, everyone like the bike is obviously. It's, it, I mean, it's the same suspension platform as it was on day one, so it's not wholly different. But obviously, and- yeah, we've done a lot of like even more testing every year. You know, to even for me to even win on a bike in the first year of like prototyping is is ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. And then four years later, it's winning the elite men's. It, it's it's testament to the yeah to the bike really. You know, to, absolutely. It it was borns to be it was born already so good it didn't yeah. take much to you tweak mentioned it. um dan brown a bunch can you tell <laughs> can you tell the audience like who that is like he's yeah yeah been with you guys forever yeah yeah uh, i mean yeah dan brown started as a racer himself he's from the shropshire shrewsbury the uk he's um yeah started he's a bike lover he started racing he then went on to like manage and run a local bike shop and then Back in the day, way back in the day, 2007, maybe we were looking for a team manager to help us sort our chaotic <laughs> load of stuff out. And, and he was a brave man to take you <laughs> on. He was. He was. Yeah. He was. Bra- but Brownie's like, he's cool because he's like into surfing and like snowboarding. And and that really helped us grow outside of the in- industry, not outside of the industry, but grow like as in a way that people. wasn't just mountain biking, you yeah. know, like so right? we started the Atherton projects. There's lots of surf kind of behind the scenes documentary yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. That wasn't just the same thing you see in mountain biking all the time. And Brownie's basically been with us basically from the day dot really. And, um, and has grown into team manager of the race team. And he's had, you know, Martin Mize, Cade Edwards, you know, G and I, um, riders become world champ under his team yeah. management um, he has he's this legend yeah and he's so quiet and stuff. yeah behind the scenes and now he's ceo of atherton bikes so he is actually ceo of atherton bikes and sort of doesn't do much with the race team um and that's him learning so quickly on the job like you know and he's we've worked a lot with other bike brands like trek and gt and commissar and we've designed a lot of bikes with them yeah and and we've had like quite a lot of experience working with with them and and you've always starting with a bike that's basically designed already and you're just tweaking it, which is kind of cool, but frustrating, like cool to even be involved, but it's, it's, it's a whole nother level of running, running the, the bike company and he's learning quick. Yeah. <laughs> he's learning on the job. Yeah. Like he's, but you know, and I remember having a conversation with track, like when I rode for them last year, the last year, and they were like, you know, I, the, we had a great ride with track and it was cool. And, but they were like, you know what? What do you owe Brownie? Like, why? Why mm-hmm. staying? Like, and I was like, you know, him everything. Like, yeah. you know, owe him everything, and we've got more to give. Like, I'm not leaving. So right. amazing. Yeah, he's. You know, he's, you can do so much with the right people around you, and yeah, You've hopefully, got the right people around you. I think. Yeah, you know I mean, and he can see your like, level of racing. I actually don't know what he can see, but he's still doing it, and like it to be able to like. Just for him, like he he loves racing. Like yeah. these people, yeah, you can you can you, see they've it. They've got yeah. a love, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for him to have that this year, like to to have the race team deliver what they did, cool. was just like to be able to give something back because you know it's the, the company's tiny. Like we don't, there's no money. Like nothing's going. Like it's going well, but like you know, 
is still a, a little company and yeah. it's and hard work you for know? how yeah. much you've yeah. achieved it's, yeah yeah i mean it's, i think people don't even realize you know right we've talked about man we've talked about so many things but the yeah, one thing we, <laughs> we haven't one thing we haven't even touched on which is a huge thing is um it's hardline oh yeah so like the uk version there's another one now mm. um but the uk version whose idea was that and like how has um well yeah it's 10th year this year for hardline yeah um which is mad it is isn't it yeah yeah 2014 the chaos of bikes and people landing in trees <laughs> yeah. i'll never forget yeah, yeah. it it started yeah. with like i don't know 20 or 30 yeah. riders there was six left for the <laughs> final was uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah it was like honestly six or eight wasn't it it was yeah, insane it yeah <laughs> oh my the, the, yeah it's taken a long time to get that was the thing like because i was racing at the time and like yeah. it was always just like eh, like you're gonna come to hardline and like i was never super <laughs> was nervous like, about mm-hmm. the i was never super nervous about the jumps but like yeah, exactly, you talk about yeah. Dan and like he would build these like rudy gnarly sections yeah, like, yeah in world, between the jumps yeah like yeah. more gnarly than the gnarliest world cup track, yeah and then like 50 60 foot jump like and that's what why hardline is so hard you know what doesn't maybe come across as much on on tv it's not just big jumps it's not just it's the tech and like even down to the what tire pressure do you run to yeah. get you over that right. jump but yeah, you've got yeah, to yeah, yeah. on this like slippery rock section you yeah know? that's right like that's why it's so hard and and yeah i mean hardline we we've had a track on that hill on where hardline is like that track has been there for years and mm. it used to be the gnarliest track it's your legacy yeah i remember walking like 16 years old like walking down the rock gardens and stuff and pete and yeah pagey came to ride and i think Pete broke his finger he and yeah. stuck in <laughs> what, what is now like the top the top section like there was a rock section there and like where the boys come out off that first drop and the berm that was where Steve crashed and he was so pissed off um but yeah and I think Dan's just always had this vision to he just wants to push things doesn't he mm. he wants to push everything he wanted to push it's on another level of pushing just because it <laughs> excites him really yeah <laughs> yeah no he is isn't he I mean that's true well yeah we not got... for like not to be like oh let's make people crash you know yeah, like it's no, not like that it's want... like that's right well he puts drive, his money where his it? mouth is yeah. yeah like last year was it last year when he tried the on off or the year before and he absolutely nailed himself well a few years he's done that <laughs> so it's hard to point it's hard to yeah. place the finger exactly on the right yeah because one year was was he nailed himself testing a hard line yeah and then realized it was like a shark fin like hip thing and that was the night for world champs and then we were on the phone to him g and i like and they were like how do you put the shoulder it's dislocated shoulder how do you put it back in and we were like i just yank it like and they were pulling so hard he was screaming <laughs> anyway it turns out it wasn't dislocated he's broken his scapula <laughs> and so they were just pulling on this broken oh, scapula oh, no. <laughs> and then the next night after world champs i i managed to win and then we were at the party and bernard was giving it all his big uh oh hardline's gonna be rubbish if i don't come you need me to come to make a good event <laughs> so i smashed him in the face <laughs> i think i'm more slapped him but then there was tears and he was crying oh, that was so funny but I was like Afi's put so much into this event like don't you dare start yeah. talking like it's not going to be any good unless you turn up we've, oh, yeah. we've since sorted it out but you know yeah. Dan just wants to yeah like World Cup I think well I think it got to the point where World Cups were like you know we all like they've got to be and maybe that's where they're trying to go. Like 
is they're not quite hard enough like it's the best thing in the world like they're not hard to you, for the you best do, riders in the right, world like, like you can these ride guys down are them, so good yeah, yeah. they yeah. don't show necessarily what the world's best are capable yeah, of yeah. yeah. right yeah, yeah. maybe they do more now but like 10 years ago maybe they're absolutely right so yeah. it was there was people like wanted things they wanted a hard something harder really. yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of how hardline was born and dan wanted to yeah push and rebel obviously always up for progression kind of yeah been been the leaders in things you yeah. know showing what can be done and 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 now it's kind of expanding hopefully you know going further and further globally and yeah it's a cool like new era i think it's, yeah but it is it's absolutely it's brilliant yeah, yeah it's, it's it's absolutely red bull isn't it yeah exactly yeah. Bonkers yeah. Like yeah. That. does yeah. it feel like uh i guess because at first it was it really did feel like an atherton race right i mean and I say that in more ways than one. Yeah, where, I know what you mean, yeah. Like G was one of those dudes who would win a World Cup and then go to Rampage and get a top three or yeah. whatever. And there wasn't many that, that many people that could ride that type of terrain. But now you said it's been going for 10 years and it's expanded to, to Australia, to Tasmania. How, do, how does that feel now? Yeah, it's definitely like, it's cool. I think it's, it's always going to be any expan- expansion is you can't keep, control of it really you know like dan he's not going over every weekend to australia to you know (laughs) like see what's going on help them out but you've got to let that go if you want things to grow and like it's 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 by no means like our event it's Mm -hmm. it's a it's a red bull event and it's you know red bull australia have have kind of taken it on and it's kind of it's growing you know it's still hopefully gonna have afi's touch on it and and have have them involved but it's kind of yeah, it's, it's, it grows and that's kind of what you want for, for an event to, you it know, you can't... a good feeling though to see what's, you know, that started on your Yeah, it's pretty mad. We haven't really thought about it really. Yeah. That's right, and now it's Just rolling kind of... out into a global series step by step. Yeah, I mean... well, hopefully, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of... Yeah, I think not any of these things, you just don't really think about them really. You just just carries on. Like life just kind of happens and it moves yeah everything moves all the time if yeah. you don't move with it you get left yeah behind. exactly yeah simple as that as we kind of wrap up i i always think it's interesting talking to someone who's done so much accomplished so much <clears throat> do you when you look back and reminisce about like last 10 years do you have like a special moment that you think about a lot um yeah all of them <laughs> I, it's hard to like they're all different really for their own reasons you know yeah like i i would be fascinated to know like, i think, what you about think about when g gets hurt i think about when i've won with him and like when g and i've won together like when he gets hurt and has one of his horrible accidents must must affect you rach to see your brother yeah it's, like that. Yeah, it's horrible it, it's it is horrible you know and at the end of the day like y- y- your family they're your family more than their kind of bike riders and stuff but tight bond between you lot that's for sure yeah yeah there, there is and you know i haven't got many friends like close friends and stuff and it's always probably why because you kind of dan and g have always been there to fill that kind of gap and it's horrible to see g go through the stuff he's been through in the last few years but also inspirational and i i didn't want to admit it to him like when he rode hardline after his ridgeline crash i didn't want to be like oh well done that's so cool because it is amazing yeah exactly yeah <laughs> right. like it's like what and he doesn't even tell the half of it like yeah. he did not even show the half of what he went through after that crash in his leg and 
you know he's the artist man I know. he just yeah, doesn't for sure he's he just oh so br- stiff up a lip man just yeah. so British like I've he ever is. Met. yeah and no he's so so tough something. yeah and I I didn't want to be like oh, so amazing dude but it is it is so cool like yeah to see him come back and you know he just loves it like, like there's been do. a lot of chat around it and and like if you if something drives you that much and something you do it like why I went back to a world cup and raced a world cup and I was no way I was ready for that. And, and G's doing the same and then we're all giving him shit for it, you know? So sure. like it, it's cause it, it, you love it and it, it makes you tick. And like Afi says, it yeah. makes, what makes you get out of bed in the morning? You know, why? You that's why you live. That's, that's why you're what alive. we're all searching for. Yeah. And, and it's no one's place to say like, oh, you, that's okay for you to do that, but not for you to do that. Like it's not hurting anyone else. So just, just let, and you know. And it's insanely difficult. If you've got a passion. To, to, to find something that can replace yeah, exactly. it, isn't it? Even yeah. now you've got a kid and stuff. If, it's yeah, still, I yeah. can see. I got like, one before, before we do wrap things up, Rach. So, you know, you know I'm a stats man. 40 World Cup wins. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't know anything apart from what you told me. And Caroline shows on top 41. Well, Rob's you know. Favorite no, one's my favorite. no one knows how many. Everyone I ask is, everyone says a different you number. You won off the all-time record of ACC, the greatest. You know, a gold medalist in BMX. You respect it. You know it. And for me, and I don't even know your thoughts, but like, I would love you to get one more World Cup win and I would love you and Anne Caroline to share that top spot. But is that yeah, but something... why? What difference would it make to anything? Because you'd be at the top in the history books and that's where you belong. In my opinion, there's her from there the old... There isn't actually a book though. <laughs> there don't need to be no book. There's the respect of your peers. I don't know, but are we going to see you? Are you done, Rach? Are you coming back? My What's... joints are like quaking now with fear. Wow, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, that would have been like a few years ago, even it was like, it was annoying. And I like, I love that, that challenge, but what's the point, you know, like why, like, it's not going to change anything. No. The more you win, the more you realize that actually it's lonely up there. Like it doesn't change anything. You get home, the house is still a mess. You still feel super lonely on a Monday because <laughs> everyone's at work. Like yeah. it doesn't actually make you any happier. Like your trophies just gather dust. Like one's outside propping the bloody bin up. Like. <laughs> You know, like there's no, like it doesn't actually make a difference to anything. Not like even- it doesn't. And I wish it did. I Honestly, no one wishes it more than me. I wish that that one more win would make me complete or happy. Like, mm. it, and it doesn't, but the, it? It the, the risks or like the consequences of the rest of your life with another injury, like the, mm. or your, another joint, like waking yeah. up at night, another thing that's yeah. in pain, like that is real. And, and now I feel like I can't, I, I just can't, What's the point, you know? I would love to, because hey, if I win one if more. If you sign off where you left the, it. And Caro won the Olympics. And then that'll be the next thing you're on about. Oh, I'm going to run the Olympics. <laughs> right, can we get you on a 20 inch? <laughs> so, yeah, like, I'm happy, man. Like, yeah, good. No, that's nice. Well, that's I'm, really nice to hear in the way you've put it. Extreme, so eloquently, it's amazing like, to listen to. You know, a, you're right. You can keep chasing it forever. It's a beautiful way. I mean, to I put probably it. will keep chasing it forever, but like, and if you yeah. do leave it where you leave it, then what a beautiful place to leave it. Winning with Baby Arna there, you know, that's insane for me. But that's why it's so hard to leave competition and racing and being an athlete because you know what is what is next like what is important and i have got absolutely no idea how to be a human how to be a real life adult without yeah. racing and without that as my fallback oh sorry i'm in a bad mood i've overtrained or you know sorry i'm in a bad mood i'm just tired from sprints like 
no, sorry, I'm in a bad mood because you're just a bit of a bitch. Like, just, <laughs> and I need to learn how to be an, a, like just. a human. Yeah, so. a civilian life. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like true. Much. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And it's something true. will come. I, yeah, I, of it course. It sounds like you might feel a little. I don't know. Confused, well, you say of course. <laughs> no, but I, I, next step well, I we it's we, interesting. Yeah, we had the we've had this conversation. Like we had this conversation um, between you know Rob and Brett Reader and I like. Man, yeah, because he's like. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah, like, man, I did. Even for but me. I feel like, like it's like people. It, it's like a touchy subject, isn't it? No one wants to talk about it until. But it's annoying that because everyone will go through it at some point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When do you stop? Like, what's yeah. next? Like, how do you process that? How do you like. And it's really hard to find like any. To, to find much kind of, you know, inspiration or. Hmm. And even people that have gone through it don't. They still don't really talk about about it really yeah and and then it's becomes even harder because you've got to pretend that it's all fine and like there yeah. isn't a big hole left and that's right but there is yeah and, and, right, then there is. and then a hole of probably a hormonal imbalance from not having that adrenaline like when after i had Anna, it got to the point where i was so bored of like just not doing anything extreme i'd find myself driving like really fast like back <laughs> from the shops and be like oh my god <laughs> Like I need to get out and do something because, you know, like I miss this rush. And yeah, like, you're, like, you're searching for it. It's right. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, we could talk to you <laughs> yeah. forever. You have, a, right. you have a, a train to catch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you're going to be pinned on one of those rindle bikes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know you're you're yeah. Yeah. It's in trouble. It's in trouble. I need some, I got a need for speed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you oh, so yeah. much Thanks for coming down. Thanks for coming all the way down from North Wales. Absolute pleasure. Anytime we speak to you, is a special time. Totally. Oh, thanks, really boys. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Oh, good. <laughs>
transition from that to being a mother, yeah. which is, you know, as she said, is the hardest job in the world. Um, Definitely. And so I'm, I'm loving seeing her go through the process. Yeah, know? that's right. And to see her come back and win as a mother. Yeah. You know, but she's, it's not, in many ways, it's not, there's not that much emotion uh, yeah, attached right. to those wins with her. You know, yeah. it's like, that's what yeah. she does. And that's yeah. what always, I think that's what always, well, she's I, just real. And that's what yeah. really like surprises me. Every time yeah. we chat to her, every time she's just, yeah, she's just brutally honest. She's no I think fluff. that that was like the, uh, when she said that at the end, like, yeah, I don't care about the record. Like for what? Like it doesn't. That's right. It doesn't matter. Like, but, you know, either that or ahead is going to chase that last win, and you, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you know, her a little bit. She's kind of got a sign off on it. I, you know, yeah, 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 absolutely, an incredible human being, Rachel Lafferton is. It really, no other way of putting her. Incredible family, not just totally. Rachel. Yeah, That's totally. Right, man. There I ain't know. nothing. There ain't no one like them three. Yeah, there is not. It is so true. Yeah. Well. As you know, you can always get in touch with us, podcast at redbull.com. Hit us up. Let us know what you want to see. Guests, suggestions, comments, questions. Um, you can also reach us on our socials, Red Bull Bike, you know, Elliot Jackson and Rob Warner. Yep. What is that? Rob Warner 970. 970. There you go. Yep. All right. And, you know, it matters. We like getting all those messages. Yeah, we love sure. it. Yeah. And there is a new episode of Just Ride Season 2 every other Tuesday. It's available to listen to wherever you get your podcast. If you want to watch the full-length episodes, of course, if you want to see me and Elliot, you daft things, then it's all available on Red Bull TV and RedBull.com. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>